Welcome to Becoming Parents Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. I am mom of 18, and you can find me on momsrunningit.com. Remember, give a shout out to those who are brave enough to share their stories with us on how they have become parents. Let's dive right in. Welcome to Becoming Parents. I'm the host, Jennifer Campbell, and today I am with Dr. Hohen. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to meet you finally. It's been a I know. while. <laughs> I'm really excited. I know we had to get all of our stuff lined up. Things change over time. You're in LA. We're in the same time zone. I'm in Reno. And I am fascinated by your website and your information and how you, I want to kind of jump in like you started school take me there because now you specialize in infertility and it's pretty astounding. Your results are astounding. I've cyber stalked you, but where did this journey begin for you? Um, yeah, so, um, I've, I've kind of had a lot of careers. So, um, I was an underwater photographer for a little bit, and then I was also in the film business. I had a, I have a pretty strong photography background and, um, i had a really horrible accident at work. I was in the film business and I also at the same time was suffering from horrible, painful periods. So I had to literally every, every month throw up, take some Advil and just kind of go to work. So I didn't realize that there was another solution out there. I just thought that that was normal. Um, I'm kind of older. So um, I guess at the time it's, it's, it's changed a lot now. Um, people have access to a lot more information, but at the time I thought that was normal. Yeah. So um, acupuncture got me back on my feet after my debilitating work um, accident. And I was, it was so powerful. It also changed and transformed my period. So um, I decided I didn't want to be doing a labor, like a physical labor job in my forties. And so I went back to school and studied TCM, traditional Chinese medicine frameworks and herbology. And then at the same time, I realized that I wanted to help more camera women, um, because they're a very underserved part of the film crew community. And so I started really, um, treating my friends, <laughs> So after I got to school, that's how we all get started. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And and so then I started um, realizing that a lot of people had this condition of dysmenorrhea, painful periods, yep. and there were a lot of other um, conditions associated with it. And so there was a lack of information. And so I felt like I wanted to educate and empower people, and specifically women in reproductive health, so that they knew all of the choices out there for them. Um, so then I started getting additional training. I, I trained in precision medicine, um, in functional endocrinology, and then I got additional certifications. Um, and I'm now a fellow on the American Board of Reproductive Medicine. And then I ended up getting a doctorate in TCM frameworks as well. So I just kind of kept going to school. And it really is, as you know, being a clinician as well, we were talking about this before, but um, it really is a rabbit hole. Being a clinician yeah. is all about studying constantly, like for me, every second of the day so that I have the information for the people that I serve. So I, I mean, I think it's fascinating. I went through infertility 32 years ago. And I got up to IVF. So I had seven day surgeries and I was maxed out on Clomid and Provera. It, but it started when I was 15. And those either I did not have a period, amenorrhea, or I would I would legitimately be in the hospital thinking I was going to hemorrhage and how awful that is. And 
what's really fascinating is that my daughter that's 31, the first biological daughter I had after infertility, she has the same issues with those really painful, super heavy, debilitating periods. And you know, when I went, they put me on birth control, right? Orthonovum 777 is what I was on, which probably is like banned for life at this point. Yeah. But when I brought my daughter in at 15, that's exactly what they did. So even though 21 years had passed and I've watched her for the last, you know, 15 years go through this process, she can't have children. Um, not without like a massive, she'd have to really go through infertility and doesn't want to. So I guess she cannot without going to great lengths get pregnant. Um, but the, the, what they were doing to her was the exact same thing that they had done for me. Yeah. We can really get into this. This is a good yeah. topic because <laughs> it's astounding to me. Like, um, like we have people that are trying to conceive that yeah. have are diagnosed with PCOS. Okay. The, the, the OBGYN will be like, well, have you tried birth control? <laughs> like the, this knee-jerk reaction. And I think that it's really frustrating within this insurance um, convention, ah. Western model, where we're having somebody dictate what your healthcare should look like based on what they'll pay for, right? Right. So there's a whole, this is what happened when I had my accident at work. I was like, there is a whole other world out there of ways to to heal yourself or to like find out what the root cause is and you literally have to fox molder it out yourself so um that's from the x-files <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm like and okay You're like You're um, fox molder. When, <laughs> I, i'm almost 53 so <laughs> okay. um when you had your accident the accident had nothing to do with your cycles no, no. I, I was rigging a camera in a bucket and I fell out and, um, I, I injured my back pretty badly. And so I, all I wanted to do was go back to work. Right. And so at the time, this is like the early part of the opioid crisis, as a matter of fact. So oh. like there was this whole, like everyone suggested that I just go on opioids and, I finally, I met a, another camera woman at work and she was like, no, have you tried going to Arno? Yeah. You know, so this amazing, incredible, powerful okay. acupuncturist in LA. And so I was just like one day after going to this amazing person, I felt better. I was like able to go back to work. And so at the time it was more important to me because when you're a crew member, it's all about being able to like physically support yourself. Right. So, um, and work and you only have your body. So I was able to get back to work. And then at the same time, I noticed I kept going back every time I got injured at work and he made me feel better. So it was incredible. Okay. I'm glad that I asked that question because yeah. for people who are not as, um, yeah. don't know as much about acupuncture, it's a very holistic, like your whole body. Cause when you said I went for this accident and I had relief with my periods, those two things are not connected. What's connected is the acupuncturist who's saying, and what else is going on? 
And how else are you feeling? So talk to me about that, because as an infertility specialist later, that has to be a huge foundation in how you treat people for fertility, which like what I just described is, no, you do this, you go on the birth control pill, then you go off, then you go on Clomid and Provera, then you do these seven day surgeries to check, you know, flushing the fallopian tubes, taking chunks of your cervix and uterus to biopsy it, like all these things that are kind of like rote. And you have, that's probably great information, but with an acupuncturist background, I would think there's a, there's a lot in that. That's a melting pot for you. Yes. This is like, I, I love this. This is my passion. So, so yeah. So like Western models are based on more of a Socratic method based um, way of diagnosing. I am sure, you know, this being a, also a, a clinician, but um, we work very, the systems are very siloed, right? So with Eastern philosophies and TCM, it's more comprehensive in the sense that we really talk about the human's connection between heaven and earth and um, how all the systems are related to each other, right? Mm-hmm. So we're thinking about if we make one move in terms of a great positive nutritional intervention forward with somebody's fertility, we're creating, it's almost like a ripple effect, right? So we're creating less, a better stress response, right? Better blood sugar stabilization, um, the body's propensity to heal and regulate. It gets compoundedly so much better. So we're thinking about moving forward with a patient um, at a slower way than mm-hmm. what you're kind of used to when you were talking about like, then I'm going on this, then I'm going on this. I'm right. Going. We are waiting for these like small, profound results to kind of take effect, right? I love that. I, I mean, I love acupuncture and I'm more familiar with it. I've had it done. I It's not scary. You can be terrified of needles. It's not the same, but the results are so, like you said, the results are maybe seem smaller, but much more profound, which seems like an oxymoron and is absolutely not. Um, and so I love that. And the holistic approach, I mean, most people can relate to like, my husband had something going on in his lower back and I'm not a massage therapist and I don't know all the muscles, but I stuck my thumb right in the middle of his butt cheek because I could see how he was walking. I could just see his movements. And I was like, you know, it looks like it's right there. And I massage and that helped his back where you're saying everything is connected. And yeah, like that's something that people can usually relate to you think something hurts here but actually like in your wrist but it's actually because you hit your elbow and that's I just love that all whole body approach and how everything is connected because it's so true you you did that and you got relief from your periods which that is well I mean the relief from your back and the ability that's huge that's that in a day you felt better right that's monumental when they're telling you to go on opioids but then you had relief from your cycles. So how much did that change? That like, that's life-changing. That was life-changing. And I never, like, I was able to like, um, I, I was able to run. I've always been a runner. So I was able to like run long distances. I wasn't able to ever do that on my period. And I mean, it was like really transformative and has stayed with me 
forever. And I actually, that was a lot more of the herbs that I worked with. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about TCM frameworks, we have tons of spokes of the umbrella and ways that we create a powerful intervention that's long lasting, right? So we have the acupuncture and the point selection, which is all about harmonizing the body using the meridian system. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have the herbs and the herbs work synergistically with the point selection and the acupuncture to kind of create this long lasting um, life-changing effect as you talk about. So um, it's a really interesting medicine in the sense that um, like, I'll never go back to painful periods. Like I, I like find that to be really amazing. Yeah. I mean, for women that are hearing this who think what, like, how is that even possible? You know, your life is spent making plans based on a 28 ish day cycle. Right. And what you can and can't do like, well, that falls on this. It's people plan their weddings or events around like, well, I don't want to plan it so that I have my period for that. This is like your whole life is being planned around one week of each month ish and what you can and can't do and how miraculous, what a gift it is to not have to do that. Yeah. And relatively, um, when we talk about costs and economics of healthcare, um, it's incredible. Like this whole system's medicine. I mean, this is the whole entire system of the country of China, right. Is all based on acupuncture and herbs and those kinds of interventions. And it's like amazing that this model is so successful and helps a, a huge norm. It's a public health medical system that works in China. So it's just incredible to me that it's so foreign here in the United States <laughs> because it's, it's like, why aren't we doing this in response to this instead of overworking our physicians, prescribing, referring? Um, it's just really interesting to me. Well, I think you hit on it earlier. I mean, there's the pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies, and they're skipping and holding hands, and they think it's great. They're making boatloads of money, and the, the people's health is not the primary concern, or they would do things. Like, I'm in Nevada, and I can't see an, uh, a naturopath here because... I want to, my, my gut reaction say they're illegal, but they're not licensed in Nevada. So to go around that, if you have, if you're licensed as an acupuncturist, you can bill through that, but we can, in our conversation, I'm still having a naturopathic conversation. And then it's so backwards, so backwards. The whole thing is so backwards. We could save a ton of money and a ton of health and a, a ton of stress, but, and it would cost less money. I mean, having, having a doula, having an acupuncturist cuts down on healthcare costs over time. That's not the goal of insurance and pharmaceuticals. The goal is not to save money. No. And it's really interesting because, um, how acupuncture even supports fertility has been really amazing lately. And so we have the, we're really enjoying a time in this country as fertility acupuncturists, which is my specialty, um, because we're seeing a lot more RCTs, randomized clinical trials come out that yeah. are showing that they can improve the efficacy of an IVF transfer procedure by about 43%. So holy cow, incredible. So there's kind of two parts of that coin in terms of dosing and acupuncture right now. And this might be more nuanced for this conversation, but there's what is called the Paulus protocol, which is doing acupuncture 
30 minutes before and after your IVF transfer procedure. Okay. Um, and that, that we know improves um, IVF transfers dramatically. And then there's the whole systems type of medicine where you're going to acupuncture about twice a week leading up to your transfer for about a month at least. So, um, and we know that that also um, improves outcomes as well in live birth rates. So it's this great wow. um, adjunct medicine to art um, technologies. And, and it, we're really seeing this profound effect of that. I want to segue in because you just talked about how you specialize in infertility. Um, and I know this all started with your accident and your cycles and having so much relief and going back to school. And we have uh, we have all the links and all the information in the show notes, but I know that you do like pain, digestion, stress management, hormone imbalances. It sounds like women, moms, women, women. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. we not that, and I'm not ruling out men from stress or GI or um, disorders or anything, but you really focus on supporting will, women's wellness, and you specialize in infertility. So I really want to dive into that now. Okay. Yeah. So how, I guess the first leading question would be um, to describe how acupuncture and herbs can support fertility yeah. and reproductive health, right? Yep. So for a fact, we actually know that um, acupuncture regulates the nervous system and also improves circulation and blood flow to the uterus and the ovaries. So that's a big piece. And in terms of relaxing the um, nervous system, it also regulates cortisol. So that in oh, turn yeah. can, uh, really kind of harmonize the interplay between estrogen and progesterone. We're trying to balance out um, ovulation and uh, cycle length. So those are kinds of three things. The main three things that we talk about when we talk about acupuncture and herbal medicine. Um, and we know that, like I said, so in terms of natural conception, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. So sorry. I think I just got a call. Sorry. Um, <laughs> in terms of natural conception, one of the things that we empower women to do in terms of fertility acupuncture is to really regulate that ovulation time, right? So um, right. we want to teach you how to predict ovulation so that you can conceive. So the other piece that we're looking at when we're talking about herbal interventions, this is more, again, more nuanced, but what that luteal phase progesterone output looks like more specifically, because this will help plan and protect the baby. And so that the, the embryo can really, really implant and stay in the uterus. So we're um, looking at what that graphic representation of the hormones look like um, on like a BBT chart, or I use um, a piece of femtech called the UVA kit. I can totally link that to you in the show notes. Um, and so that helps you, that scans to a QR code in real time on your phone, and it'll just um, really give you a way to communicate with your clinician, right? So that's one of the things that a, that a fertility herbalist will do, or an acupuncturist herbalist will do is really get you the data so that it, I, I call it data avoids drama. So it's like, oh, okay. we want you to, right? Yeah. So we want you to be curious and empowered when we're talking about your health. So I don't know about you, but like I had again, even before I was in the film business, a very limited exposure to what my period was, what my hormones were doing. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't understand the symptoms piece of hormones at all. So um, I think one of the roles of an acu fertility acupuncturist is to really educate their their patient base around that. So what that means. I, I love that. Um, so they come to you when they're, well, I'm guessing for lots of things, painful periods, but if it's specific for fertility, they come to you and you set them up so that they are more knowledgeable about their body. They recognize things better. They have a more clear idea of how their body is working. Um, you can alleviate some of the issues that are that seem peripheral, but everything's connected. I guess I'd like to say, like if you have headaches or you don't sleep well, or your like cortisol is really high, that's stress. I'm guessing you're dealing with them holistically and whatever their peripheral issues outside of IVF are. And then on that cycle, you can help them all the way through. So natural conception all the way up to IVF. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, ideally, like I would like to push back on um, our our fear-based mongering around when a person decides, and I'm not villainizing IVF by this statement at all. Like, I think it's a wonderful technology. We're making really great advance. They're making great advancements in the field. I love it, but I wish we spent a little bit more time getting curious, making great um, decisions and interventions and changes to your nutrition and your lifestyle. Yes before you were going into that framework, right? Because whatever you do, whether or not you conceive during like your prep time, at least you're like empowered, like you're getting yourself set up for long lasting changes, right? And more successful outcomes, a better pregnancy, a healthier pregnancy and a life birth rate, right? We know yeah. for a fact, even just like, we haven't even started talking about nutrition, but you know, just keeping your body really healthy, like at least give yourself three to six months before you even think about it. I mean, I don't know what you, what your training is or what you think of that or. Well, I think the hardest part for the woman hearing that is that that seems like a long time to just to do nothing, right? To not be working on the fertility yeah. itself. And I think what a shame because the time's going to pass anyway. And infertility, because I've gone, I went through it up to IVF and then I just knew it wasn't my path. IVF was not my path. Um, and I always have thought like kudos to women who are willing to go through it because I was not, I was not willing to go that route. I just decided I wanted to do foster care and adopt. And if I could not get pregnant physically, that I was I would be okay with that. And I did. So it's easy for me retrospectively to say, yes, but I gave birth, but there's a lot of trauma in all of that in infertility in the pregnancies that I had, because no one is supporting. So my, what I would say to women listening is the time is going to pass anyway, without the guarantee of getting pregnant. And if your, your personal health could be better, if your pregnancy could be better, if the baby's outcome could be better if your postpartum healing could be better and the time is going to pass anyway why in the world would you not want to stop and take that three to six months to get everything ready to start like why why wouldn't you want to take that because I think people's pushback is that's that but that's so much longer then I have to wait so much longer we're very instant gratification society now yeah we had two cases last week, which were really interesting in, in office that, that are applicable here. And so had 
two people in tech. They were there was a, each a partner. Believe it or not, I don't know how I got that that same type of patient at the same time, but um, they went through three rounds of retrievals, three like each, and they were like no viable embryos, and they were like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? And I was like, okay, well, let's just kind of you guys can try naturally for sure over the summer, but like, let's just see what happens. And like, let's do the work. Let's do the acupuncture. Let's clean house, get everything in order. It's going to take us like three to four months anyway. And they both conceived, both sets of couples conceived naturally on the same week, almost. It was the the weirdest, like, we're having a lot of these weird, like, yay, two pregnancy announcement things like this particular year. I don't know why what's happening, but, but it was like a really funny story in the sense that it was like, they were told by the reproductive endocrinologist, like, this isn't going to happen. And the sad thing about sometimes with REs is like the REIs, they'll, it'll be an intervention until you can't afford it anymore. Right. Oh, like this. Yep heartbreaking heartbreaking sell everything you own just for the possibility yeah and it's just like it's It's so it's so terrifying I think um to watch and so it was great with these people to like I I felt very like they were the underdogs of of life but you know they did they they were engaged they were compliant they like really got curious about their health and like they they really looked under the hood of their lives and um it was really great to see and able to like give the right material to like what their container was at the time. That was what made it really exciting for me. I love, I mean, there's, you have lots of kudos on your website, lots of success stories, which I love. Um, I already know I'm going to share your information with someone that I know who just has had several miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage, you know, and, and, I've interviewed her twice and it's just devastating. It's just devastating for women. And that's why I hope they'll see that. Like, I love how you said, look under the hood, clean house, get everything ready. Yeah. Yeah. We call it prepare the palace. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a whole thing in TCM gynecology. It's called prepare I, the palace, right? I love it, but yeah. it's true. And you know, I think you can get so focused on the end result of having the baby that when you're selling everything that you own and you're doing everything like hell or high water, I'm going to do everything I can to get pregnant. And I am not dismissing that does how strong that desire is to have children. I'm not dismissing that at all. I'm just saying, you know, if you could just take a breath and relax and look at it from a different lens that your emotional and physical sanity, your financial sanity, probably, and your outcome would all be so much better. I can't even imagine the cortisol levels in these couples who are tr- doing all of that to conceive. Yeah. Just, just cortisol. 100%. And it's so like, it's a, to your point, it's like a trauma experience, right? But yes. like, what about refocusing the lens to... Yvonne Farrell, who's a, an amazing professional in our field is always says that this is not, it's not about making a baby. It's about creation, right? So it's a bigger, it's a bigger idea than not just a human life, but like you are creating a new 
way of how you're going to move through this world, right? This is going to like, this is a change. This is a huge change, right? So I like, I like the idea of getting yourself ready for this new identity. I, I love that. And I know, you know, you've said a couple things throughout our time talking together, like debilitating periods, had to plan around them, um, couldn't run. And now you just said, and it's been years, right? And you've said, I'll never have to suffer through a painful period again. That's just like one, it's huge. It's huge how much it affects your life. But that's just like one small part of this whole process of infertility is the cycles that you had on the front end and how much it can completely alter your life for the long term. And I mean, having a baby alters your life for the long term. So making this a more holistic, natural, I feel like you're coming 180 degrees to how it should be. It's, it seems like to me, what to, to wrap this up, because there are so many positive stories. I want people to have a lot of hope in just being healthier overall on top of the IVF. Cause you know, you have a baby and you need to be healthier overall. I think women discount that a lot that postpartum that's another great area of focus with acupuncture and just you're refocusing on your health, you know, um, in my experience, what, what would you end on telling the parents that are listening to this? Yeah. So a couple of things. So first of all, you're never alone, right? So I have a Facebook group. It's called bun in the oven buzz. You can always join. I'm live on Tuesdays at four o'clock. And also, um, you know, I, I'm start. I'm developing a program that's online. So if you can't get to an acupuncturist directly okay. in your town, um, we're going to launch the uh, second cohort, the Positive Pregnancy Project in January. So you can always stay tuned on all of my social media platforms for that. That's going to be really exciting. That's going to go, there's going to be a lot of one-on-one coaching and support um, and a lot of live sessions and meal plans. And, um, it's very transformational. So that's what I'm really excited about. Um, but I guess like I would, I would leave to, to don't give up on one person's opinion, like go out there and look beyond the confines of what you're accustomed to and dig a lot deeper. I love that. Thank you so much, Dr. Hohen, for being on. I I appreciate you so much. Likewise, this has been so fun.